Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? <laughs> I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out this channel. I know I say it every single day, but it truly, truly does. I can't express the difference you guys make by being here on the daily, clicking that like, and just getting involved. Um, YouTube just updated me yesterday that we had some new members over the last couple of days. I do apologize on their behalf, <laughs> but we had Rex Lewis rejoin us, Tagan Corner rejoin us, Roger Toledo rejoin us, Amber Bissell with a join, Mini Potato with the rejoin. Thank you so much for your love, support and time and just for spending 20 minutes of your day with me means the absolute world. Thank you so much. Now let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. So our first story comes from Adorable Visual 6700. Am I the asshole for leaving my stepmother out of a Mother's Day tradition and telling her to get over herself when she confessed to feeling hurt? The history. I, 29 female, lost my mum in an accident when I was seven. My dad met my stepmother a year later. I met her about six months before they got married. I think I was like nine. I was 10 when they got married, just for clarity. We have an okay relationship. She never pushed to be mum, but I always got the sense she was hurt. I didn't see her as a maternal figure. I consider her more like an aunt, and I'm not super close to any of my aunts and uncles, so it's not the same closeness I have with my dad or I had with my mum. When I was pregnant with my son six years ago, I came up with this idea to make a little children's book for my future children about my mum. Sort of to keep her mentioned, but making it something we could take out and read slash look at. So I made up a story about a brave mother who helped and was there for her daughter even in death and how much she loved and looked after her and later the grandchildren. I guess you could think of it as like a guardian angel just without the angel part mentioned. I'm not religious, not even really sure what I do believe in but a lot of it was stuff I felt throughout my life. Like when I could swear I could feel my mum's presence with me as I graduated or had a breakup. When I got married and had my kids. Just these feelings I guess. My son loves the story. My daughter is still a little too young, but I read it to her too. Every Mother's Day since my son was born, I take it out and read it to my kids and we have it in a special place. This year, my dad and stepmother decided to stop by for Mother's Day and my son was telling her about the book and he showed it to her and she got all quiet. A while later, she pulled me aside and told me she felt like she was being left out. Like how it would have been nice to say that the mum sent another lady slash mum figure slash grandma figure to be there. To offer what she could and to make everyone happier and how it hurt her feelings that she's not included in the only Mother's Day tradition I have with my kids. That she wished she could be something more, something that I wanted to celebrate on that day. I told her to get over herself, that she gets to be present and my mum doesn't and that being looked at as more of an aunt-like figure is still more than some people ever get. 
she told me she was just trying to have a conversation and I was acting like a dick that couldn't respect her feelings or even try to empathize with her. She told me I should have tried to make her feel more included instead of feeling more shut out. Am I the asshole? Now in this one, you wasn't an asshole for a lot of this to me. You wasn't an asshole for making the book the way you wanted to make it. You wasn't an asshole for having her as an aunt's figure and that's the way she is in your life. But the way you did become an asshole to me is the way you just played down her feelings. Even the way you've done it in this story, she didn't sound like she was being like entitled to you quote, treating her like a mother figure or anything like that. She just sounded like she raised her feelings, she's feeling left out and you just told her to get over herself. Totally downplaying her feelings. And I may be reading too much into this post on this one, but she sounds like a lovely person who's likely helped raise you for 20 years of your life and this is the way you treat her. Come on now, we're better than that. Have some empathy. But we'll start with Prairie Mountains N saying, you're the arsehole. Of course you didn't have to put your stepmother in your book, but you were absolutely in the wrong for being so harsh and outright cruel to her when she tried to talk with you about how hurt she felt that you have totally shut her out your life for the past 20 years. You're 29 years old and lashing out at her as if you were a little kid throwing a tantrum. It's truly terrible that you lost your mum in an accident, but that is in no way your stepmother's fault and it's unfair of you to continually punish her for it. I doubt you will do this, but you do owe her an apology for how you reacted. And Lama in space says, you're the arsehole. She's been your maternal figure, whether you finally realize it or not, for the past 20 years. According to the post, she respected your boundaries and didn't do anything wrong. You need to get over yourself, not her. And Wine Shiver says, you're the arsehole. Damn, I was expecting to hear about some wicked stepmother, but this woman sounds lovely. She doesn't need to get over herself. You do. You should really apologize for being so awful to her. She sounds like she's just trying her best. And Brando says, I fully understand your sentiments about not wanting another mother figure, but you're the asshole for this. And then quotes, I told her to get over herself. There's no reason for you to agree with her, any of her requests, but the least you could have done was to let her down gently, instead of throwing her feelings back in her face. That makes you the only asshole here. And we'll have one more from Golden Nebula saying, you're the asshole. I hope you don't teach your children to be that cruel to someone when they are older. I find it hard to believe you're an adult with kids. And we can only hope that, you know, OP does read these responses and, you know, does apologize. I don't know if they will or not, but we shall see if there's a future update on that one at some point. Now let's move on to the next story. And our next story comes from OKMind2000. Am I the arsehole for not telling my mate his sister has an OnlyFans? Me, 22 male, and my mate, 22 male, have been mates since we were kids and have always been real tight. We're open with each other and there aren't any secrets in our friendship up until now. Not gonna lie, he's the golden child of his family and receives a bunch of support from his parents. His sister is 21 female and she cops it bad. They treat her like shit. Her and I get along well. She's like the annoying little sister, but we're cool and get along. About a month ago, I was on OnlyFans because reasons. I come across a profile and clicked on it. Didn't recognize the name or anything, but when I looked at the pictures, I saw a tattoo I did recognize that belonged to my mate's sister, Belle. There were also other identifying features. I shit myself and instantly clicked off the profile. She's got a fake name on there, but there were a few things that identified her. I never would have clicked on her profile if I'd known it was her and I wanted to, I guess, respect her right to be anonymous on the website. I thought about things for a few days and eventually messaged her the following with the intention of helping her out. 
Hey Belle, this is really awkward for me and I hope you understand that I'm coming from a place of concern rather than anything else. I came across your OnlyFans the other day when at first I didn't know it was you. I clicked off once I realized. Just a heads up, I could identify you from your tattoos and other details. And I'd hate for your anonymity to be compromised if you continue to post since you have a fake name and all. I suggest blurring out these features, but if you're not bothered by this, then keep doing what you're doing. Just thought I'd touch base to be safe. Hope you're doing well. And again, I hope you understand that I'm just looking out for your safety. See you soon. She replied and was thankful that I pointed that out. She thought her tattoos and other features weren't unique enough to identify her and she told me she'd make a change. I saw her a couple of days later at a party and she gave me a hug and things are back to normal. Fast forward, somebody else identified her and I've been collecting images from before I messaged her up until now. They sent them to her parents. Nobody knows who this person is. They remained anonymous. Belle's parents ripped into her and my mate went on a huge rant on Facebook, calling her all kinds of names. I didn't comment anything other than, you need to loosen up mate, but a lot of our friends are on his side, saying that they'd be ashamed if she was their girl. He came over for a few drinks and began to unload on me. I didn't really react and just kept telling him to calm down. He asked why I wasn't so surprised and I shrugged and said that a lot of girls have OnlyFans now and that it's no big deal. Eventually it came out that I knew. I know I should have kept my mouth shut, but he was suspicious that I kept defending a misogynistic slur. My mates have booted me out of the group chat now and say that I broke the bro code. And we'll start right away with Hedgehog Undercut saying, not the arsehole, I think you did everything 100% right. Whoever sent her pictures to her parents is a massive arsehole though. And KK Bell says, not the arsehole, the same people calling her this and that were the same people looking for porn. Thank you for defending her. And the brass dancer says, I don't think you did anything wrong here. You were defending her right to anonymity. And she was outed to her family and your circle of friends. And fuck this bro code bullshit. That's for children. Not the arsehole. And Michael says, not the arsehole. Congratulations being set free from that group chat. Anyone who calls someone a misogynistic slur, either for deciding to cash in on a lifetime of idiotic men drooling at them, or just for the fact that they're a girl, can be safely ignored in life seems quite clear why you wouldn't have told your friend. He sounds like a dickhead, quite frankly. It doesn't sound like he or the rest of the family respect his sister, and it doesn't sound like you really respect him or have much reason to. Him going off on Facebook about it is quite indicative of someone who's had their macho greenhouse view of the world smashed. Let's hope he recovers from this with respect for women. Absolutely. We can only hope that they do turn this around in the end, you know, Although I doubt it and, and see the error of their ways, but well done to OP in this one, you know, for standing their ground and looking after that girl and fucking bro code, man. I mean, come on, kids. And our next story comes from Not A Cat 19. Am I the arsehole for refusing to make my son cut his hair to be in my brother's wedding? No. <laughs> Bear with. This is my first post. My 15-year-old son was asked in January to be the flower dude in my brother's wedding, which will be the end of this month. Since then, my soon-to-be sister-in-law has made frequent comments to my son along the lines of, so what are you going to do about this hair? He has thick, curly hair that has been growing out for a little while now. He's got a gold photo we've been showing to his hairdresser. A couple of weeks ago, I texted my brother to let him know that we will groom and style his hair and use product to tame it, but I was not going to make him cut his hair. At that time, my brother said that was fine. Then he told me his fiance wants to take my son to a hairdresser for a trial run on his hairstyle. 
Side note, won't go into the entire history, but I've had issues with her need to dictate and control, including one time she told my brother he couldn't accompany my son to the ER for stitches unless she could go too. I told him I'd make sure we did the trial run on my son's hair. He then wrote that fiance wanted final approval. I said I'd make sure he looked nice on their wedding day. Then a few days ago, my stepfather wrote my son, telling him he would not be getting fitted for his tux until his hair was cut. His exact words were, no decent haircut, no tuxedo fitting. You will not be in the wedding, but seated in the general audience with your family. That is the result of no haircut. Got it? My mother is also firmly on the haircut side. She feels I should make my son cut off his hair because it's a very formal wedding and claimed that we should have known that was the rule from the beginning. I finally texted her back and stated, had we been told that was a condition of being in the wedding, my son could have declined then. Instead, he was subjected to several months of passive aggressive remarks until I finally addressed it. So now it's really blown up. At this point, we aren't even going because to me, kicking family out of a wedding party for refusing to alter his appearance when he has had this hair for years is ridiculous. My family thinks I'm unreasonable for not forcing my son to cut his hair. Am I the asshole? Sounds like this wedding's going to be a fun one. Can we get a bridezilla in the chat, please? <laughs> You guys quit breathing? Quit breathing so I can breathe. And well done to OP for just not caving into this pressure from their family. They sound like absolute control freaks to me. Who thinks it's a great idea to force a child to cut their hair? Come on, man. The dude is 15. He can choose his own hairstyle. And like they said, they was going to tame it. They was going to control it so it looked absolutely fine. And I think after all these messages and everything Opie had been through, I just refused to go to that wedding anyway. It sounds like it's going to be an absolutely awful time. Not the arsehole. I like that the father threatened that, you know, your punishment for not getting your hair cut is not being the page boy in a wedding as well. And maybe he wants to be in the wedding, but hey, <laughs> it doesn't seem like much of a punishment to me. But Cool Wright says, not the arsehole. Bridezilla needs to get over herself. I wouldn't go to the wedding either. This is a very ridiculous situation. If I had a nephew I love, I'd want him to be in my wedding regardless of what he looked like. Poor kid. Tell him his hair is awesome. And later says, not the arsehole. Forcing children to have their hair cut against their will is a form of abuse. Anyone supporting this does not have your child's best intentions at heart and are coming from a place of selfishness. Remember, a wedding is one of the most important events of a person's life for them. For everyone else, it's just another pain in the ass. <laughs> And Aya says, holy bridezilla, Batman. Seriously, why on earth people get the idea that it's okay for them to dictate a semi-permanent change in as much as once the hair's cut, that's it. You've got to wait months slash years for it to regrow that length again for the privilege of attending their wedding. Sheesh. Personally, I'd be horribly tempted to rock up as a family in casual suits and wild hair colors at this point. But that's probably not diplomatic. And so not attending might be the wiser choice. Not the arsehole. And Stuart Cat Lady says, not the arsehole. You know who's going to remember the flower boy's hairstyle after the wedding? Literally no one. And we have one more from Relifish saying, not the arsehole. Long hair on men being seen as informal is such a double standard. As long as it's Kent, then it's appropriate. The bride asked him to be in the wedding, fully aware of what he looks like. This is akin to brides asking their bridesmaids to color their hair or otherwise alter their appearance to fit the aesthetic they are going for. Don't ask people to be in your wedding if you're going to nitpick the way they look, period. Yeah, absolutely. Very good points all around there. 
And that's something I've never understood from that last comment there as well about long hair being seen as informal. I just don't understand it. And our next story comes from Gamer and Grower. Am I the asshole for trying to upstage my neighbor on Mother's Day? So yesterday was Mother's Day. In the before times, I, 33 male, would take my mum and my wife, 34 female, out to breakfast for Mother's Day. This year, my mum didn't really feel comfortable going out, so we decided I would make a made-to-order Mother's Day breakfast for my mum, my wife, and my wife's mum. So breakfast is in full swing. I have everyone's orders and I'm going in. Eggs, bacon, toast, pancakes, what? The whole shebang. While I'm cooking, the mums are outside on the back patio while the oldest four male runs around the backyard and they take turns to hold the baby. While they were outside, my neighbor, female late 30s, was outside with her daughter, maybe eight, and the mums and my female neighbor started talking. My mum comes in and asks, would it be too much trouble to include the female neighbor in breakfast? And I say, sure, I have some French toast mix ready to go if they will be fine with that. Breakfast goes off perfectly. All the ladies had a big breakfast with a few mimosas. I ran around the yard with the kids and after an hour or two, female neighbor said thank you and went home. After another hour or two, my mum and my wife's mum went home as well. Later on in the evening, I'm outside watering our small veggie garden and my neighbor's husband, late 30s, comes over to our shared fence and asks if we can have a man-to-man talk. Oh God. Apparently, he was upset that I tried to upstage his Mother's Day present bagels and coffee and flowers and tried to make him feel guilty for going golfing with friends. I'm guessing the friends don't have kids or mums instead of spending the day at home. I honestly didn't even know what to say. It was my mum's idea but I guess I did go along with it. I told my wife and she said you should have told him to fuck himself (laughs) but I guess I could see where another man is cooking your wife breakfast for Mother's Day is kind of inappropriate. So Reddit am I the arsehole? Edits, I would like to add that up until this point, my wife and I had nothing past basic nice neighborly interactions with these specific neighbors. That's another reason why I considered I could have been the asshole. I'm a good morning and then keep it moving kind of person. I'm not adverse to small talk, but it's not something I consciously do. So besides me saying hi and bye and acknowledging holidays and the different weather, I haven't really cultivated much of a relationship with them. So for one day, his wife to just come over the neighbor's house, who usually doesn't say more than a few words, could be kind of questionable. Edit 2. I think the funniest part is I cooked all the food and didn't even sit down and eat. I was just there to cook, serve food, clean up, and keep the kids occupied. He has no idea how hard it was to cook all that food, then eat a bowl of cereal, and then get grief from your neighbor over it. (laughs) Now, I enjoyed this story simply because as much as OP tried to make themselves look like the arsehole in the situation, they're still not the arsehole. (laughs) This guy decided to go and play golf instead of, you know, being with his wife on Mother's Day. God knows why you'd make that decision in the first place. And let's face it, the reason he wanted to have this man-to-man talk is because he was embarrassed because he was the, he knows he was the arsehole in this situation. That's why he approached you over it. Dude obviously came back from golf and then wife said, oh, what a lovely day she had. She was made breakfast by the neighbor and had a good chat and, you know, some cocktails and stuff like that going on. And husband clearly realized the mistake he made and the asshole he looks in the situation. So this is totally on him. Well done to you. What was he expecting you to turn around and go, oh, sorry for making your wife happy for a few moments, you know, what the hell? (laughs) 
husband had plenty of options he could have picked for mother's day you know picnic stay with her look after the kids take her out on a date go for a walk but he chose option five which was asshole <laughs> And we'll start off with Ron Bodia saying and quoting, I told my wife and she said, you should have told him to fuck himself. Not the asshole. Your wife is a smart lady. You don't need to be consulting with your neighbor on a family breakfast just in case it makes him sad. And Perfect Smoot says, not the asshole. He's not mad at you. He's embarrassed. He could have stayed home, cooked for his wife, taken her out, picnic, walk, whatever she wanted. Instead, he chose to give her what he did, then chose to leave her for the morning, afternoon, day to play with a friend. He should be grateful you picked up the slack. And Anna says, not the arsehole, happy Mother's Day, honey. Here are some bagels and coffee. Cool if I leave for the day to go golfing with buddies. Nope, that guy's just pissed that he was revealed to be the arsehole he is. You did nothing wrong. And Bar alone says, you're not the arsehole. Neighbor's husband is. I'm sure she enjoyed visiting with your wife and mother's instead of watching him get ready to go play golf. That was his choices and he felt ashamed by his own doing. I would have been speechless too for a minute, then what would follow would only cause problems as neighbors. And Pensaha says, that was not a man-to-man talk, as the title doesn't describe the neighbor, like he was expecting an apology, or letting you know any kindness offered to his wife could make him look bad. It would only be inappropriate if it was you serving her breakfast in bed. <laughs> and Kara says, not the arsehole, my guess is his wife realized how little thought and effort he put into Mother's Day, and he somehow thought this was your fault because that's easier than putting more effort into things. Wow. <laughs> And our next story is from Throw It Away. Am I the arsehole for surprising my sister when I know she hates surprises? My sister, 35 female, and I, 32 female, are very close. Our parents passed suddenly when we were young, and we ended up in the state foster system, which led to both of us having some pretty terrible experiences. As a result, my sister is extremely particular when it comes to a lot of things. She can't deal with loud noises and arguing, and most importantly, she hates surprises. She cannot stand being surprised in any way. She's married now with two small kids of her own, and each time she told me that she was engaged or pregnant, it was a very matter-of-fact affair. No surprising me with the ring, no cutesy clues with onesies or sonograms, just a sit-down conversation about what was happening. I love her so much, but it can be tough sometimes to approach everything from such an unsentimental standpoint. Anyway, my boyfriend and I recently found out that I'm pregnant. After a lot of careful thought, I decided that I wanted to surprise my sister on her birthday. I thought that maybe a surprise that didn't directly place her in the spotlight might be easier for her to handle. Plus, it was going to be just me, my boyfriend, and her husband, and her kids there with her. So I put together a little gift bag with a storybook that she used to read to me when we were kids. Inside the book, I wrote an inscription which included, You'll have someone new to read this to in November. The day of my sister's birthday arrived and we had a small gathering in her back garden. I was so excited to give her the gift bag, but she was immediately suspicious when she saw I had a gift for her. After lunch and cake, she started opening presents and eventually got to my one. When she first opened the book, she seemed pretty touched by it, but then she found the inscription. She basically slammed it shut and put it back in the bag and said, thank you, that's very thoughtful. For me, I know that's my sister's way of saying, we'll talk about this later, do not push it. But then my boyfriend asked if she had read the inscription in a really nudge-nudge kind of way. And my brother-in-law was like, why, what's the inscription? My sister was basically forced to announce to her husband and her kids that I was pregnant. Later that evening, after we were back home, my sister called me and was furious to the point of tears that I had tried to set her up like that. 
she said that I had broken her trust and that she thought she could rely on me to not surprise her in front of people. I don't know what to think. My boyfriend thinks she's making a big deal over nothing, but the more I think about it, the more I wonder if maybe I'm the arsehole for springing something like that on her, especially knowing how she struggles with this. I just wanted to tell her I'm pregnant in a fun way that she would remember. Am I the arsehole? You know, in this one, you knew your, you said it from the very beginning that your sister hates surprises. And it's not just that she hates surprises just because she don't like them. It's because it was past trauma as well that's brought this on. And you just mentioned it from the very start of this post. So I, I, of course, you're going to be the asshole in this situation. There's no way around it. Your one isn't going to be an exception to this rule, is there? You've known it all along. So why did you do it? And let's not forget this is on her birthday as well. So you're sort of... You're overruling her birthday, is that the right word? Hijack, something like that. And I know that's not the main point of this story, but it's just another added arsehole level to it as well, you know. But Crock of Pot says, you're the arsehole. To start with, it's tacky as hell to announce your news on her birthday, regardless of her feelings about surprises. On top of that, knowing that surprises are a trauma issue for your sister makes your choice extra horrible. You owe her a big apology. And Howard Project says, you're the arsehole. You know she doesn't like surprises. So you decided to surprise her and hijack her birthday party for your pregnancy announcement. And quotes, each time she told me she was engaged or pregnant, it was very matter of fact affair. No surprising me with a ring, no cutesy clues with onesies or sonograms. And then says, why is she obligated to set up a little game for you to play every time she has something to tell you? And quotes again, I love her so much, but it can be tough sometimes to approach everything from such an unsentimental standpoint. Then says, sounds more like what you love is the attention and being the focus of it. Her engagement, her pregnancies and her birthday party about her, not you. And one more from Obadicta saying, you're the arsehole, you know she hates surprises. In fact, it seems like your sister is dealing with a lot of trauma and surprises are one of her triggers. You could have had the same sentimental moment by sitting her down, telling her you're having a baby and then giving her the book. And finally, there was a small edit slash update to this one, which said, edit, hey guys, first of all, I want to say thank you so much to everyone who gave feedback on this in good faith. I will 100% hold my hand up and say I was the arsehole in this situation. What I did was disrespectful and unfair to my sister. I called her about an hour ago to apologize and we're going to meet up after work for a cuppa and a chat. And despite everything, we've confirmed that we still love each other. Be good to each other, friends. Now, once again, thank you for being here today. I hope you did enjoy today's stories. What are your thoughts on today's stories? What are your verdicts? Please don't feel pressure to put them down in the comments below, but if you do, it'd be lovely to see them. And just thank you so much for spending 20 minutes or so out of your day with us. Listen to a couple of stories, absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much. Don't forget we're on Spotify now as well. If you search up the Wafflecast, you can find these stories on there. If you're going out in the car or wherever you're going, you can listen to them too. Thank you so much for your love, support and time. If you do want to support the channel further, you absolutely can. But again, never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the link in the description for patreon and join up there thank you so much again and i will see you in the next one take care guys much love Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.